Hey, Jeremy, did you hear that uh, Pope Francis banned hell? That's like every reason I stayed away from Christianity. Yeah, I mean, you know, they spent all of this time telling all of us that we we're going to go to hell if we don't believe in God and all that other bullshit. And then Pope Francis just up and cancels hell. I'm a Catholic now. So what happens to me when I die? Your soul just disappears. So basically, hold on, if I'm hearing you right, okay, I could be Christian okay, and still sin and pretty much get the same outcome as I had when I was an atheist? Basically. Well, God damn it, I'm getting drunk. Mm. Mm. You want some drugs? No, man, but happy uh. Easter. Terminus Podcast. My name is Trevor. I'm drunk. And uh, it's April Fool's Day and also Easter. Also April Fool's. I'm not drunk. So, yeah, that intro was all bullshit. I mean, it wasn't bullshit in the sense that the Pope actually did, you know, yeah. ban hell, yeah. I guess, in, in whatever way you want to talk about it. But, uh, no, I'm not Catholic. Anyway. <clears throat> I mean, I'll go Catholic. I mean... At this point, there's there's cool literally no downside. There's really not. I get free wine. I could do whatever the fuck I want to do. You get free wine and crackers. I love crackers. I love wafers. Oh, they're so good. Oh, dude, let's go get let's go be Catholics. Oh, we gotta go to mass though. No, we don't. We really <laughs> that's, don't that's because true. I mean, Most there's Catholics no hell. Don't. We're good, man. Oh, yeah. There's no responsibility. I have a rosary. We'll just 
fucking we'll share it oh uh, this is our most blasphemous episode yet which actually but, but, fits. but we can't say that we're going to hell <clears throat> yeah that's true it's... we'll disappear into the ether oh fuck i just realized something satanists just lost well god damn it we need to tell polly immediately dear polly polly creepo there's literally no reason to be a satanist anymore Come be Catholic with us, buddy. Yeah. We're going to go get drunk on Catholic wine. <laughs> it's mostly just sparkling grape juice because they got kids in the audience, but whatever. No, well, I mean, those oh, kids are good. Fuck, tipsy, I just... Oh, oh, we can't be Catholic. Why? Priests. We're not young enough. And frankly, I know I'm not pretty enough. I'm also not pretty enough. We'll be undercover Catholics. We'll go in there and try to bust the pedophile rings and shit. Speaking of... Alright, so that actually fits really well with the episode. We are uh, talking about a uh, recent act that was passed in the House that uh, is aimed at combating sex trafficking. I dig it. Yeah. I like it already. This is the first thing in a long while that I could get behind. Yeah, I mean, sex trafficking... something good. Sex trafficking is a problem. Okay. Um, you know, there's, there's, you know there's, there's really no moral sort of way to, um, you know say oh yeah i'm i'm neutral on sex trafficking or i'm i'm okay with it because it's, it's a shitty thing it, it's literally stealing away a human being from their home yeah and uh forcing them into sexual slavery i mean right now i'm all in all chips on the table <laughs> let's fucking do this let's yeah. go after the sex trafficking rings let's absolutely go. and uh that would be great if it weren't for the fact that it's the u.s congress who's pushing forward this plan i suddenly feel uneasy Mm -hmm. yeah so this is not something that like you don't have uh, a bunch of communities working together you don't have like the the sex worker community working with um you know local groups to make sure that you know human sex trafficking is uh is prevented or stopped or whatever the fuck should i um, should i just start drinking like i mean uh, i feel like this is where i need to start drinking i i have a, a feeling something very bad listen if you need to start drinking go for it okay i'm just gonna i've got my miller high life here uh the champagne of beers um left by wolves and wolves and wolves and wolves if you haven't listened to them go check them out they're really good mm. Are so kind. I don't think they realize they're going to help me medi- help medicate me through this episode because I, I, just, I feel, I feel just so anxious right now. Mm. It truly is a champagne beer. Is it because <clears throat> it's piss? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. You know I like pee. Yeah. I just killed that can. So, the act itself is called the Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act slash the States and Victims Fighting Online Sex Trafficking Act. Okay, so far I don't see a downside. Yeah, so far it it seems great. Here's the problem. Um, What it actually aims to do is it aims to basically hack at Um, something called Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which was an act passed in 1996. Right. It's basically the Magna Carta of the Internet. It it established a bunch of rules, including what can and can't be punishable um, by web providers. And it also uh, 
prevented websites from being held accountable for the actions of their users as that's, well. That is exactly right. And so you have, let's, let's give an example. So there's Google. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people use Google, which, you know, right now that might not be a great thing. But uh, a lot of people use Google. And let's say that someone uses Google, one of their services, such as Mail, to um, facilitate something nasty, like let's say a drug deal, or let's say something else like terrorism, or uh, fucking, you know, prostitution, which isn't bad. We'll get to that in a bit. No, or, you can't even consider drug deals <clears throat> bad. I mean, yeah. the only thing that you've talked about that that's is bad is nasty terrorism. Is terrorism right. Yeah. Um, what I what I'm saying is like considered bad by the state. The U.S. government or local governments can't go to the the Google headquarters and arrest the Google CEO. They can't arrest uh, you know the people who maintain the servers. They can't punish Google for hosting this material on their servers, basically. Right. And uh, this is considered by many to be. It's similar to the First Amendment. It's it's similar to that idea of like. You know, there shall be no abridgment of speech. There shall be no, you know, uh, or there shall be no sort of, um, you know, specific sanctioning of a specific religion or like persecution of religion, things like that. Right. Um, it's it's basically stating that on the internet, people are gonna say some shit. Yeah. And the people who make the websites where sh- said shit is said. They're not responsible for that. They're basically not held liable in the same way that, like, a newspaper editor would be. Right. Okay, so that's Section 230 of the Communication Decency Act. What uh, FOSTA, that's that's the acronym. I'm going to say that instead of the title. Uh, what FOSTA wants to do is it wants to take that section and basically say, okay, yeah, that's cool and all, but if there's any sex shit happening... We're going to go ahead and step in to prevent sex trafficking. Okay, so let me get this straight. This country is hardcore, like, that we hold Canada to the standard that they're just the punchline of every fucking joke, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't want to be Canada. Yet we have now, officially, we're trying to enact online decency laws that are actually ten times worse than what Canada actually has in their in their laws. Am I hearing you correctly? Yeah, good yeah so okay let's let's put this into further context because there's a lot of shit that's happened over the last 10 or so days um since the law or or i'm sorry it's not a law yet that's an important distinction it has not yet been signed into law by the president oh it it totally will though because uh, if i remember correctly and and keep in mind this this falls in line with a couple of theories that i've had for a while um, I remember him saying something along the lines of like him going going to war against the internet or some bullshit like that. Yeah, yeah. And then here we are. Yep, here we are. And then like, and on top of that, you had the Stormy Daniels thing happen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And now this goes through, which technically makes what Stormy Daniels wants to do technically illegal. Yeah. So that would definitely be you know part of this. So here's here's essentially what's going on. Um, since the bill passed Congress and went into, you know, final vote or whatever the fuck's going to happen next, I'm not exactly sure where the bill is. Um, I can tell you that Craigslist Personals is gone. gone. So, like, okay. To be fair, kind of a shitty website. 
no no one's really gonna miss it right well okay people are gonna miss it um another thing that happened microsoft changed its terms of service oh god i already like where this is going oh yeah no no no. it gets better they changed their terms of service for all cloud platforms please do continue so if you have an xbox and you say fuck on that xbox or if you describe some lewd sexual act you can be banned from microsoft so they already tried to do this shit over fifa a couple of years ago they actually tried to do this and it didn't work it gets better now they can legally do this they can spy on your skype calls oh my god for investigative purposes oh my god if they suspect that you use skype for sexual purposes so essentially uh knocking out that that barrier between possible like long distance lovers uh things of that nature it gets worse oh fuck if you have a word process if like you have a document in word that describes sexual activity google or microsoft can purge your fucking cloud oh god okay so okay let, let's let's take this back i, I just want to i want to make sure that i'm hearing you correctly and that's just one company yeah so i i, I want to pull this back real quick and so microsoft word is one of the the largest uh well one of the more popular um word processors on the market right now um likely used by pretty much any and all authors to one degree or another uh, you do have like sexual health uh, therapists who do write books uh, based on the subject matter. Um, you have authors who write erotic uh, uh, fiction and things of that nature. You have even some like writing um, memoirs based on their own sexual past. And, and, and what you're saying right now is that we are making it illegal, or at least they, they've dropped rules based on this law, uh, these bills likely almost guaranteed to be soon soon to be laws um we're making it illegal for them to create yeah um it gets worse fuck dating sites gone fet life gone <sighs> any site based in the united states that could be said to be promoting or hosting prostitution gone every single site i'm not just talking about the nasty ones i'm talking about any site Match.com, Plenty of Fish. Okay, Cupid. What about Christian Mingle? Probably. God, I can't wait for that one to go away. But, like, Adult Friend Finder, yeah. gone. I mean... It, it's, it's fucking stupid, because this is... Uh, look, this is this is almost like the Junior Anti... Or the Junior Sex League, or Junior Anti-Sex League in 1984. That it, we're whitewashing people's lives at this point. Oh, yeah, no, we are. And it gets worse. God damn it! Jeremy, every company right now is at risk of being raided by the feds if they don't crack down on this shit. Oh, my God. Every company God. in the United States, Google, Apple, Microsoft has already done it. Fucking every website that you can think of. Twitter has already started to purge its network of sex workers. These are people who are not being trafficked, by the way. Yeah, so, okay, look, I am, I don't understand why it's so fucking hard to under, uh, to, to, 
to wrap your mind around the fact that like a person willfully selling their 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 services to people for the 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 sake of oh just just self-employment cam girls strippers prostitutes i don't give a fuck i don't understand how you count uh, count this as a part of sex trafficking like there, there's a very specific word in this that 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 doesn't yeah it doesn't coerced. seem to align it's trafficking it's coerced right fuck people who voluntarily uh, here's here's what i have been observing right yeah um you know there there are a lot of people who do sex work of many different kinds whether we're talking cams or you know Skype chats or whatever the fuck right. to physical actual sex in someone's home or in a apartment or a hotel somewhere um, because that's the only line of work they can do. Yeah. Um, other physical labor is, you know, something they can't do because they may be disabled. Like I know, I know of people who do porn modeling who have like um, Ehlers Donlos or something like that disease right. it's basically like well your, your collagen breaks apart over time so let's 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 put that in perspective by the way what you're saying is that unemployment benefits are so shitty in this fucking country that you're forcing individuals to sell their bodies and their fucking sexual services to people on the internet or in person or what have you and then you want to in turn call that sex that trafficking legal oh, well here's the thing is that uh sex work of certain types is already illegal i mean yeah, yeah stripping is not you know being on cam is, yet. is not feasible yet. right yet um you know all, all of these other things are not le- illegal prostitution is right and you know what what sex workers have been trying to do for the last you know fucking 40 50 years is basically say hey fuckwads um this isn't something that is damaging to us we don't we are actually more harmed by the fact that y'all make it illegal than uh, if you, you know, decriminalized it. And not not only that, like there there's a big problem here. Whenever you you make the attempt to to blanket term anything, you just fucking make all of it illegal, just like you do the war on drugs, just like you do fucking well certain types of guns and ammunition and things like that. I, well, I want to get to that. You create a black market. Yeah. And this is something you're already going to talk about because I, I, it's already burning in me, baby. I mean, I want, I want, I'm ready to go. So, okay, we we need to we we need to kind of put a bow on this. The internet was a safe haven, right, for women, trans people, uh, men, yeah, doing sex work, right. You know, this was the one place where they could safely vet their clientele, right, where they could talk to other sex workers and. Sh- compare notes, share information with other people, uh, make the work as safe as fucking possible. Like there are standards and practices that sex workers follow yes. to make sure that their shit is not dangerous. Right. And you're taking that away. You are basically saying any above board website that um, happens to have a, a personal site or a message board in which escort services are describing, you know, certain things. Um, that is all bad, but having black markets and dark websites devoted to, you know, basically trying to m- maintain that infrastructure, that's okay because we don't. It's not on the real internet, so we don't really want it there. But where the fuck do you think this, uh, the the actual sex traffickers are? They're exactly on like, the dark web. Why the fuck are we voting in old motherfuckers that don't understand how technology works? Oh, because that's just how it is. Gotta so, hate this country. Go so, on. okay. Now we can take this back to the gun control argument. Yes. Because 
Here's where we're going. Right. This bill has been called a censorship bill in disguise by the uh, uh, sex workers uh, or outreach project as yeah. well as the Electronic Frontier Foundation. Right. Um, I take sort of issue with that because you can't just slap one of those funny glasses, you know, pair of glasses with the fucking fake nose and mustache on yeah. something and call it a disguise. That's not how that works. Right. Um, but what I can say is that um, the the shit doesn't stop with sex. I want I want you to consider that for a second. Once all of these sites are gone, they're gonna look for other places. Yeah. They're gonna look for other means of protecting people from themselves. Unquote. It starts with sex work, where nobody wants to touch because it's icky. Then it goes into, oh, you have political opinions that are dangerous. They already tried to do this with, uh, oh, God, what was it? Uh, H.R. 1955. Yeah, yeah. We've already tread this ground. It failed. We've, we've already tread this ground, and, and we, we assume that the courts would uphold free speech rules. Right. We assume that the courts would uphold uh, Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. This is our assumption because we have previous case law that would suggest this. Um, we, we have the Department of Defense, or no, the Department of Justice, excuse me, weirdly, against uh, FOSTA. At least we've got that. Yeah, they basically are like, yeah, this is against the Constitution. Um, something about, like, it goes against ex post facto mm-hmm. um, ruling or something like that. Basically, you can't be... Um, you, you can't be charged on something that you, it's basically already happened or is in the future happening, something like that. Right. Um, but uh, it starts here. You know, it, it starts with this and then it moves into other realms. And if you think that because you have progressive politics that are skewing mainstream that you're safe, well, okay, that's fine. First, it's the sex workers. And nobody spoke out because... I'm not a sex worker. I don't sell my body for money. Yeah. Then it's, no, I'm not an anarchist. I don't want to smash the state. I'm a nice person. Then it's you. First, uh, they came for the sex workers, and I did not speak out. Then they came for the anarchists, and I did not speak out. For I was not an anarchist. Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad you picked up on that. Yeah. It's coming, y'all. Welcome to the fucking rodeo. After a year, I have a friend. His name is William Gillis. He's the uh, coordinating director of the Center for a Stateless Society, my old job. Um, He called this shit so hard. He thought that it was going to be a purge on Antifa and anarchists. Yeah. Nah, it starts with the sex workers. The sex workers are probably some of the most anarchist people I know. Yeah. And of course it starts with them. I'll well, tell because, you what, though. Because of the fact that they're 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 the small minority, and I mean, let's be real about this. Like they're they live in the shadows. They they live in the underground. You know what I mean? They're not as vocally out there as like you know your your standard black flag waving anarchist. Sure. You know, um, we don't have anything to fear as much for ideologies right now as they have for the work that they do. You know, and so of course it starts there. It makes sense. You go for the what they perceive to be the weakest, and then you work your way up. Here's the problem, though. I mean, the Stormy Daniels thing proved the shit out of this. You think sex workers are weak. 
Yeah. You think that they're the most defenseless aspect. Motherfucker, they're probably the ones with the most dirt on everybody. Absolutely. I noticed that fucking after the whole Stormy Daniels thing, Donald Trump didn't tweet for three days. Yeah. He stayed fucking silent about Stormy Daniels. He Uh didn't say a fucking word. So with Hollywood burning, yeah, um, you have the Stormy Daniels situation uh, going on. You have society fucking sick of uh, the individuals who commit these these acts of uh, sexual violence uh, against uh, women and and young men. Uh, Hell, older men, fucking and, and Terry older men, really just people in general. Like we're we're everyone's fucking sick of it, and I feel like this is a reaction to that fear like you okay let's make it illegal to put this on the internet yeah it, and, it, and it i really wonder exactly too. how much of this is self-protection how oh, much of this is their fucking shield? absolutely it is so here's the cool thing here's where i think we have hope other countries have more lax rules and stronger protections um for sex workers Right. They're not great. They're not perfect. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of people who are like, oh, we should go to the Swedish model. The Swedish model is garbage and bullshit. Yeah. Um, but there are better places in the world for this kind of shit to go down. And one of the things that's really nice is after this shit went down and a bunch of people got purged off of Twitter, um, have you ever heard of Mastodon? The band? No, not the band. It's a social network. It's a federated social network. Then and, no. Okay. Well, let me describe this. It's a federated social network. There are actually a bunch of different nodes and a bunch of different sort of um, spaces that people can create. They can host on their own servers. They can host on servers overseas. So it's working like a clear web, dark web? It's a distri- it's a distributed network, basically, okay. of uh, different listservs. I mean, we can go back all the way to the beginning of the fucking internet. It's basically like, li- like Twitter, but if it was a listserv. Okay. And one such instance of this federated system called Switter.at, so Austria, mm-hmm. uh, Switter.at set up within 48 hours, they had 7,000 sex workers. Well, that, okay, so at least they do have a place to go. They have a place to go. You cannot take Twitter down because it's not in the United States. The right. servers are hosted out overseas. Right. So we have that. That's cool. They can still, you know, organize and still have a place for clientele and things like that. That's cool. The problem is that what happens when um, the United States says we need to IP block all websites related to sex work, sex trafficking, etc. Oh, then we end well, up under in, sex trafficking. Yeah, then we end like. up in a situation like they have in the Middle East where like all this shit is is blacklisted and banned exactly. but remember these con- uh, these nations were chastised by americans for having a model set up like that oh yeah no absolutely it's it's against uh it's against american values to suppress sexuality like that hey but you know we're just waving our rights with our flags over here yes. it's anyway, fine here's what here's kind of the whole gist of this um Fosta and Sesta are are more so than uh, Sopa and Pippa, which was kind of the last like um, iteration. Iter- that didn't go anywhere. It, it was it was the last iteration of online censorship. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't like a sex worker thing or anything like that. No, it was just a generalized thing. It was uh, it was some garbage bullshit about copyright and things like that. It was going to basically strengthen copyright protections, right. which is garbage. It's also bullshit. But um, 
This is much worse. This is actually much worse than Sopa and Pippa. Well, this is nefarious as fuck because the way that it sounds to me, like I said, you're using this very horrible thing as an excuse. It is. And then, but in actuality, this is what it actually is. It's like I said, you create this black market. Where, where the black market exists, that's where the danger exists. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to catch these, these, uh, these sex traffickers and things like that, this is how it seems to me. Right. You have these groups of people going even deeper into the shadows, even harder to catch. Like, they, they're already sophisticated enough. They know yeah. the technology. They know how to do these things in a way that makes it already harder for them to catch. And now you just gave them kind of the, the warning shot, and all of a sudden, deeper into the shadows they go. That that was one of the concerns that the Department of Justice had. So let's bring this wall all the way back around to gun control. Oh, boy. Let's do that. We can see a similar pattern emerge in the discussion around guns Mm -hmm. that we have around FOSTA and SESTA, this this package of anti-sex trafficking bills that is actually going to destroy the Internet. Um, We have this same pattern of something must be done. We got to think of the children. We got to think about, you know, protecting them. We talked about this last, you know, the last few episodes. You know, something must be done to protect the kids. Okay. What you're going to basically do is you're going to say to Congress, which is Republican-led in both the House and the Senate, and the President of the United States, who is Donald Trump, take our guns, please, Daddy. Well, they're already trying to pass laws to make it so that if you're uh, if you actually have a card to uh, purchase medicinal marijuana, you also give up your right to buy a gun in the first place. That's yep. something they are actively trying to do. So, I mean, essentially, they keep they keep throwing smoke bombs left and right. I mean, in actuality, I mean, the it's ironic that those who quote unquote value freedom so deeply are also just so quickly just handing it's, that shit right the fuck over. Here's the problem. It's the right, it's the left, it's the Democrats, it's the Republicans, fucking... Hey, you, I you've said got, those... I, I didn't say it was the right. Yeah. I didn't say it was the right. You've got... Donald Trump's not the only one at play here. No. You voted in your senators. You've got you, bipartisan support for this shit. Exactly. All across the board. You think they argue over the budget and that's like the worst thing that they do. No, it's the things that they agree on that you should be worried about. It's the, we gotta have common sense gun control. It's the, we gotta have, uh, you know, common sense sex trafficking laws. Right. It's uh, the, we've gotta fucking crack down on this and that. That's a you know supposed danger to you right the government right now this government you know even if you wanted to you know believe that the obama government was better even if you wanted to believe the clinton government was better and all democratic governments were better going back to the 1940s this government this trump government with majority republicans in the house and senate if they pass gun control I can tell you what's going to happen. It's going to lead to brown people dying, black people dying, queer people dying. The differently abled. It's going to lead to your repression. You are giving these people a nuke and calling it a cartoon hammer. Right. On top of that, on top of all of that, 
I have some information about the March for Your Lives. Do you know who bankrolled the March for Our Lives? I don't know. I would say Soros again just because that's just... Former New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg. Are you fucking kidding me? Mr. Stop and Frisk himself. Mr. I have a personal <laughs> army and that army is the New York Police Department. Holy fuck, dude. See, that's not what... Okay. Fucking David Hogg, that kid. Yeah. We all. I'm not going to shit on him specifically, but you know who his dad is? Who? An FBI agent. Of course he is. Jeremy, everything that is going on right now is horrible. Yeah, I mean, it's all <laughs> propagandized, man. I mean, that's the reality. You don't know who to trust. You don't... Look, before we just fucking stop this shit, because I need more beer, I, I only have a couple of things to fucking say right now, and it's... it's None of it's good. Um, here's, here, here's, my, here's my thing. So... Like I said, you you have a nation of people that, you know, voted in uh, Trump because this is a democratic election and shit on everybody that fucking uh, said, well, that's not my president and blah, 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 because he was elected democratically and all that shit. But it's amazing to me that you have the same uh, community of people on both sides, really, outright selling themselves out, right? You, you have this, this crowd of people, like I said, willing to wave their rights with their flags uh, and, and, and pretty much sell themselves out for the sake of quote-unquote personal freedom, which is fucking stupid to me. It's, it's fucking stupid. Um, they tell you scary ghost stories, basically. The boogeyman's in the fucking closet, so, you know, always leave the light on, pretty much. Like, that, that's where we're at right now. Um, you know, with these boot-licking fucking companies like fucking Microsoft right now, it, here's the reality. You don't have to give them money. The truth is the, the general public isn't going to fucking just stop using their shit because, frankly, we're too fucking lazy to do that shit. We, we allow ourselves to get so fucking hooked on this shit that we pretty much give up our power to these companies. And they know that. They know that. Your fucking Xbox, Skype... Uh, your fucking Google drives, all that bullshit, dude. You you utilize this to 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 such an absurd degree, even though you outright disagree with all of it. Like I remember all these groups of people fucking boycotting shit, like you know Chick Fil A and all that stuff because of their stances whenever it came to uh, the homosexual uh, community. You allow these companies to do what they do with every dollar you push to them with every minute that you spend on their services, you allow them to continue doing these things. And unless we take the time to stop taking part in these fucking activities and stop taking part in these uh, companies and stop bankrolling these fucking companies to do the things that they do, they are always going to work against you. In one way, shape, or form, they're always going to fucking work against you. So for those of you that want to shit, sit down and talk about how we're just a bunch of libtard motherfuckers, we're a bunch of socialists, all the anarchists are bad, they want to take all your fucking guns and shit, let me ask you something, you window-licking motherfucker. How the fuck does your democracy taste now? This segment is dedicated to the memory of Daniel Geisler, whose life was tragically taken at the young age of 45. The Terminus Podcast salutes you. All right, and we are back, and uh, this is this is a segment. <laughs> this is a heavy episode, Trevor. 
Yeah, I mean, we've had some, we've had some chunky ones. Yeah, yeah, this is up there, man. Um, so some shit happened. I'm, I'm not gonna tell the story. There, there was a murder suicide, um, that happened. That, um, frankly, I don't know all the details of. I don't think anyone really does outside of you know the the family members involved, and it's just stuck with me. Okay. For the past week, um, you 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 like to think that you know a person is able to walk their walk through their lives and and if they're in a relationship expect to be loved and 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 share that love you know what I mean and and know that that person's going home to a safe environment it's a nice thought yeah that's the hope yeah unfortunately in some cases that's unfortunately just not the not the case. Right. And uh, I know that I grew up in a family that, you know, while it wasn't as abusive as it could be, at least on a physical level between my mother and father, uh, I did hear um, the language. I did hear the fights. I did hear the manipulation and things like that. And so that kind of shit really hits home, you know. Yeah, it, and, it hits home with me, too. I, I have a similar sort of experience. Yeah, and it, it, it's just it's heavy. And so what I wanted to do was actually just have a discussion uh, about um, really what a, 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 an abusive relationship is. Okay. And a lot of people seem to think that abusive relationships are, are merely, you know, the, the physical aspects of things. They don't really consider the, the emotional aspect. They don't under, they don't really consider the, the verbal aspect. It's, you know, the a, a, a abusive relationship begins and ends whenever, Fists start flying whenever marks are left, right? I mean, I think that's most people's conceptions, and most people's conceptions would be wrong on that. No, absolutely. Um, so, you know, right now I'm at the, um, I, I'm at the website for the, domestic, uh, the National Domestic Violence Hotline. And uh, by the way, if, if you do feel that you are in a dangerous situation, you just need good resources. Uh, I've been skimming through this website. And it looks it looks pretty good. Um, a lot of this uh, information here is very legitimate. Uh, they do do offer support. They do offer one on one chat, uh, so you could you know uh, talk about things uh, discreetly. And as far as I know, all of this is completely discreet, unless you choose to make your identity known. Um, so that is the hotline.org. I also appreciate that they kept that nice and discreet as well. Right. Um, so on their website, uh, we, we, we have a little bit of a bullet point list of what, what makes domestic violence what it is, right? Okay. And one of those things that they have here, and this is one of those things that I heard a lot, um, insult, demean, or embarrass um, uh, you uh, with put-downs are these things that uh, your, your significant other does. They could play it off like a joke. They could come back and say, well, I was just angry. And, uh, you know, I say things that I don't mean whenever I'm angry, you know, and I love you, baby. It'll bring you some roses, you know, and or just, you know, find a way to make it up to you. But if you ever notice in these situations, and I know that if you've been in these situations, you kind of know what I'm talking about here. These things start small and they slowly escalate. Yeah, they do. You know, you're at one point you're stupid. And then you kind of laugh it off, and then all of a sudden you're a worthless bitch, or you know whatever the case may be. Um, if it starts escalating to those degrees, that person is already comfortable in their control and their abusiveness. And um, 
that uh so they they also control what you do um they also control who you talk to and where you go um i actually have a friend who's in a situation very similar to this um they have curfews they have uh, the significant other has to know where they are at all times uh that person uh, the, the the significant other um has been known to just randomly drive by places that uh she says that she goes just to make sure that she's there um, oh yeah yeah that's a that's a pretty common thing yeah. um you know they they act jealous of friends and family it's like first of all bitch what the fuck come on friends and family yeah yeah. People that you, that I can't, I can't talk to my 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 mom. How the hell is that going to happen? Yeah, but That's, it does. It does. It, it's unfortunate. It, it, it absolutely does. does. And uh, you know, it 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 escalates from there. I mean, it, it you talk about fucking what clothes you wear, right? You know, like they they automatically assume that you're out looking for someone else if you dress any better than they do. And that's something that, like, I've definitely seen before where it's like, um, you know, in an abusive household, one person will make everybody else get down on their level. Absolutely. You know, nobody should be dressing better than me. Nobody should be looking better than me. Nobody should be smelling better than me because where I am is what's the most important. And anyone else trying to outshine me is a piece of shit. Right. No, absolutely. Um, the, these individuals also control money, uh, heavily. They take away your resource to be able to get free. Um, they'll take your checks. They'll, they'll, you know, everything is through them. You'll get that, that small stipend of allowance. I'm on a line uh, on an allowance, but I'm on an allowance because I'm very bad with money. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, same. Yeah. And I mean, but I went grocery shopping today, <laughs> like a big boy. It was um, great. But you know, it, it's. If for these individuals, it's taking taking away that 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 because money's a tool. Oh yeah, no, money's a tool. Um, if that person has money, they have the ability to leave, and you want to make sure that they're they're nice and trapped, you know, and that that's where that kind of comes from. Um, they tend to they tend to make all the decisions. Oh yeah, no, every decision. Yeah, every opinion that you have is absolutely fucking stupid. Um, they're going to make every decision in the household. Um, you know, they will use degrading, uh, language, uh, towards you as far as like your successes. Uh, if you're a parent, you'll, you'll likely hear that you are a bad parent for doing the things that you do. Um, and, and they, they, they attempt to strip you of your, of your, uh, well, personhood. They, yep. they take away your identity. Um, really whenever you're in a relationship that, and this is the key term prevents you from doing anything that you desire. If it's, if it's not harmful to you and it's not harmful for anyone, if the term prevent is used here, you are probably in a very bad situation. Right. I mean, and and you can also tell other ways too. It's like if, if they get angry really easily where you feel like you're walking on eggshells, that's a big fucking deal. Yeah. Right, like that's that's a big one. Is that like nobody ever wants to cross the them because they're they're gonna just pop off at any fucking moment. Absolutely. And and that's that is something that's really difficult yeah. to deal with because it's like how do you how do you, like if you are not part of the abusive relationship, how do you address that? Right, like if you're outside or a third wheel here, like what what can you do? Because here's the thing. When outsiders try to, to step in, 
um, a lot of the time they get pushed out, they get pushed away, Absolutely. you know, so that becomes, that becomes a, you know, you can't help anymore. Hence the reason that, you know, family and friends are often, you know, shelled out, yep. um, because these people are too close to the situation. They have the tendency to, or the, the, uh, the ability to know what's happening behind closed doors. Um, and they have the ability to stop what's happening behind closed doors. So yeah. the minute that you throw that wall up, all of a sudden you're safe to do whatever the fuck you want inside the confines of your home own home. You know, um, if that person's threatening to destroy your things, or if they do actively destroy your things, that's a very obvious, uh, that's a red alert situation. Yeah, I mean, that's that's physical violence at that point. Yeah. Like, we've escalated from psych- psychological violence by the time we've got there. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're wanting to kill you or hurt you. Yeah. And they're going to start with your stuff, and then they're going to move to you. Yeah, or, you know, well, they'll, they'll climb up. I mean, often it's it starts with the things, and then you move to the pets. Uh, you've also seen it happen. It's unfortunate, but like in, in mixed families, um, the, the stepchildren are, off, are often going to be um, the things that they go after before they get to you. Right, right. Um, whenever, and this is kind of the big one, um, if this person threatens to commit suicide every time you try to leave, or they threaten to kill you, you're in real danger. And that's that's at that point you need to seek help. You need to get out of this. And, and yeah, by the way, however, that needs to happen. There is right. a there's a, a hotline. Um, the hotline.org actually has a number. Um, yeah, it's one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three. I do want to make note of one other thing here. Um, there is a web or, or an application. I cannot remember the name of this application, and um, we will leave the link in the description of this episode. Um, it was actually, uh, I think it was co-founded, believe it or not, by Dr. Phil's wife. But this thing acts, it looks like just a standard news app. But inside the news app, it's got a special code. And it allows you to send an SOS to your friends um, discreetly. Um, it also offers other resources and outreaches and things like that. Um, in the event that you uh, are in a dangerous situation, you also have the ability to discreetly make 911 calls to this application as well. And I feel like that that is a, a great resource. Um, that that's the only app on the market, and I cannot believe I'm I'm promoting Dr. Phil right now. But um, like I said, that link will be in the description of this episode uh, whenever it gets to post. So the app, I believe, is called the Aspire That's News it. app. That's it. Um, now, this came out a while ago. I don't know if it's still available. Um, there are other apps as well. Uh, there's an app that looks like a game. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah. The uh, the Aspire News app is is available, and it's, it's updated to... Um, to the most recent version of iOS. It's updated to Android, I believe, as well. So, yeah, that is uh, that is a thing you can find. The Aspire News app. A-S-P-I-R-E. So, check that stuff out. Like I said, take note of the website, thehotline.org. It's got a lot of really great resources. Uh, people to talk to. Uh, people that will um, give you some some information on how to get out of these situations. Another thing I would I would urge you to do if you find yourself in one of these situations, if anyone is offering you the assistance to get out, please, for the love of God, take it. These things always get worse. They don't get better. 
unless they are forced to, and that is a rare situation that that actually fucking sticks. If you are in that situation, please consider yourself, if for nothing else, consider those that you love, consider your children, consider your your, your fur babies if you got them, you know, consider the safety of those that you love, if for nothing else, please get out of that situation and take that help that's offered to you. And uh, as always, you're more than welcome to reach out to us as well. Um, if you ha- are listening in, on the Anchor app, you're always more than welcome to send us uh, messages there. If you just want to talk to us, we're happy to do so. Um, you can also email us discreetly at uh, the Terminus Podcast at gmail.com. We will never uh, release your information and we will never have, our, uh, have a discussion based on our discussions on that uh, email uh, on this, on this uh, uh, podcast or anywhere else with anyone else but you. So that's really all I wanted to say about the situation. Uh, so again, the, the National Domestic Violence Hotline um, that phone number, what was that phone number? I forgot what it was. It was, give me a second. It's uh, 1-800-799-SAFE. Well, that was a great episode. God, that was so much fun. I'm so happy we did all of that. I'm so happy that this was such a lighthearted, fun... This podcast cures my depression. God damn it, I'm going to drink so much after this. <laughs> Oy bay. anyway, um... Fuck. So, yeah, everybody. We actually really do enjoy doing this podcast, I gotta say. Um, Oh, I gotta mention, hey, it's the first of the month, um, as of right now. Which means that uh, your Patreon month starts this today, I guess? Monday, whatever. Um, So, I want to try to actually build up our Patreon Mm -hmm. this month. And kind of as we move forward, um, our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash terminus underscore media, is still in development. We're still setting it up. We need to get the shit done today or whenever the fuck we can next. And uh, it's basically going to be the way that you support us through as far as money is concerned. Um, and here's where we're sort of looking at that, right? Um, we had some pretty lofty goals, I think, with the first iteration of this conversation. Yeah. Where we're like, yeah, man, we're going to have fucking, I don't know, jet planes. And, like, we, we came up with some wild stuff. And a lot of that stuff is... Jet planes were literally in there. Yeah, I mean, the jet planes were literally in there. We wanted some, like, cool 80s shit going on in our, our whole situation. But um, we are... We are going to look, I think, at this week at actually getting some merch done very soon. Absolutely. I mean, like, within the next week. Like, have some pins or some shit set up. Yeah. But here's the thing. This is where the, the, the double-edged sword comes into play. Um, we can't make money without having, like, stuff to offer. And we can't have stuff to offer if we don't have that cold, hard cash. Right. So... The Patreon page is now officially in play. You want to support us? That is the best way to do that. We don't do sponsorships. We're, we remain no. completely independent. We will do so as long as we possibly can. So, if you cannot afford to support the show monetarily, that is absolutely fine. What I ask is that you share the Patreon page. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share the podcast. Say, hey, 
go listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or the Anchor.fm app on iTunes and the Android store. Um, go fucking support this shit. We hear, we we know that you're out there now. Okay, yeah. I actually have cold hard data that suggests that there are at least 10, 15, 20 people listening to each episode. You know, if just those people donated one dollar, that would be twenty dollars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the numbers, the Fuck. numbers are better than that, but I mean, you know, no, but it's like, here's fine. the thing: it would be it, it's every little thing counts, yeah. right? So. We are going to be looking at doing some giveaways. We're going to be looking at merch, obviously. The merch, I think, is going to come a little bit secondary to actually like doing some cool shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you will start to see that come about within the next couple of days or so. In fact, if we're feeling particularly uh, mentally healthy after mm-hmm. this recording, I suggest we might actually like take a look at some of that shit tonight. But it's late. We'll figure it out. It's, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It is anyway, what it is. Anyway, um, that is kind of where I'm looking at right now, is that I want to start building up the support here. Um, the support that we were already getting is fantastic. I appreciate it all the time, every single day. I think what, what you know, if you are supporting us through any means, it's great. It's fantastic. I love it. We want to build Terminus up to be something a little bit more different than your average... Two white guys sitting in a small bedroom, or is this this, this is, an, is office. an office? There uh, are no beds in here. That's true, um, but in a small office, there's a dresser shooting the shit. We want we we want to do cool things. We want to involve you a lot more, and uh, we want to give you ways to feel sort of rewarded for that. So absolutely, let us reward you, but also give us money. <laughs> And remember that you can do that at Termin- uh, pod- hmm, hello, resetting my brain, patreon.com forward slash Terminus underscore media. Um, of course, you can always visit our website, terminuspod.wordpress.com. We've actually got some cool shit up there now. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we have a semi-regular thing that I'm doing, Terminal Jams. It's kind of the best thing, the best way that we could do that whole project right now mm-hmm. um, until we actually do a podcast. Yeah, uh, Jeremy still has not written anything for it, but that's fine. I'm we're, bad with we're words. all busy. We're all busy. It's I mean, fine. I, I did post once, and you told me that Kermit memes weren't weren't <laughs> me writing. So no, that's I true. Just, um, I just I wanted to post Kermit drinking tea over and over again. We're getting a lot better at posting on the Facebook page. We're getting a lot better at, at Twitter. I did a whole thing earlier on Saturday, mm-hmm. so we're posting places which is great i mean took us almost a fucking year took us almost a fucking year and that's on me i mean twitter isn't fun though no twitter's not fun twitter's not fun especially when you don't have 900 people yeah just you're basically ignoring you to avoid oh i mean you're screaming to avoid with 900 people too yeah don't get me wrong but um i do want to just go ahead and say thank you to everyone who is following us and who is sort of supporting our show um, of course, the the fine folks at uh, I never saw that um, apparently listen to our show and le- like it, which is cool because their podcast is good and I appreciate that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, basically just whatever you do, if you support the show, I appreciate it. Um, to the people who sent us those weird fan mails, I I don't know what to say to that, but fine, whatever. 
Weird fan mails? We got weird fan mail? Yeah, didn't you hear the, the intro at the beginning, oh, last episode? we're talking about that. Yeah. I don't think he was a fan. No, and I don't think the one uh, in this episode is a fan either. No. But you'll have to listen to the episode to, to hear that. Anyway. Um, We've also got some albums to review. Yeah, we got some albums to review. Some people are sending us things to listen to. Which and is kind of cool. really neat. I am actually a fan of two of these bands now. <laughs> two of the three. Yeah, yeah so, <laughs> so like, go check out Man Mountain. Yeah. I just want to throw that out there. Like, go check out Man Mountain. If you like instrumental shit, like, go listen to it. It's good. It's very post-rocky. Oh, yeah. And we've got some other things coming. And, by the way... Um, I'm happy that we got those uh, records. They are pre-released. We'll ha- we'll be reviewing those soon um, on uh, the uh, website. On the website uh, as well as on RenegadeRadio.net. Yeah, we'll be we'll be cross-sharing. Um, and if you have anything that you want us to read, listen to, review, watch, if it's whatever, your, yeah, if it's your creation. That, that makes it even better. Yep. Um, record labels and all that good stuff, of course. The Terminus we, Podcast at gmail.com is our email. You can always send it there. Absolutely. Um, if you want to be a part of what we do, if you if it's interesting, you just want to have a chit-chat, we're happy to entertain the possibility of that discussion as well. Absolutely. This is this is a community. Yep. This, this is not Jeremy and Trevor. We're just the ones who created the platform, but we're happy to share it. Absolutely. And remember, you can do that directly, anytime you want, without Mm -hmm. prompting or permission, by going to the Anchor.fm app, Mm -hmm. finding the Terminus podcast with Trevor and Jeremy in the search function, and recording a message. And we're we're on that shit all the time. Like, legit, we we check that application often. And uh, it's always fun uh, hearing what you guys have to say. Um, it's always fun seeing the stupid little clapping <laughs> things. Like it's it's yeah, such it's really a dumb neat. little. thing. You had like three hundred claps or some yeah, shit. Yeah, was like that's weird. It's so fun. great. Like it, it, it's fun seeing like the this thing kind of grow with the 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 transition. Like yep. th- that just kind of caught me off guard. So if you're listening, um, of course you're listening. I, I thank you so much. I know I speak for Trevor too. We we thank you so much for your support and your listening as we try to fumble our way through the transition and we kind of feel like we're starting over we feel like it's day one just better quality um yeah so without you we would still be screaming into a void and now it's a small community on the edge of the void (laughs) um no but we really do appreciate it and uh you know as far as as anything else is concerned like you know there's there's no there's no easy way to build a community out of nothing and to to basically just be here for people if they want and if they don't want it that's fine too um you know we're building a nest i I, there's really no way for me to continue this like whole thing without it sounding cultish as fuck so i'm just gonna i'm gonna lean into it no 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 i'm really good with kool-aid yeah Listen, we're building a nest here, and uh, we want as many people as possible in the nest. You know, we wanna we wanna be a safe space. You know, I I, I know that that's the the sign of a snowflake or whatever the fuck is that we want our safe space. But I mean, honestly, man, I'm just I want a place where I don't have to feel like I'm fucking, um, literally dying in my brain every day. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. 
So that's the kind of thing I want to make is for people who can kind of just take a chill pill. Yeah. Without actually taking any physical pills. This is not a cult. <laughs> I have to mention that. Anyway. Uh, I mean, we... Like if said, you are on, like, I'm antidepressants and shit, that's awesome. I'm glad you're getting help for your yeah depression. I'm not. But I need it. Speaking of nuts, baby birds, we love you so. Uh, please take care of yourselves. Take care of one another in the end. We're all we need. Good night.